Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there guys, it's Sally here with Serviced Accommodation Secrets, the live and also the podcast. So um, regarding um, coronavirus and the lockdown in the UK, I thought I would help you to determine exactly what we are allowed to do as SA operators and what we're not allowed to do and some guidance about what we can do to help uh, provide really um, valuable services moving forwards and safely as well. So really important stuff guys and actually um you know it's um a state of emergency for us really or in the country because the guidance is that we stay in our homes um we stay two meters away from other people we only go out for um food you know to get by food to have one um session of exercise a day and um you know if we're a key worker to go out to work so really important that we do contain um, COVID-19 but actually it's a really amazing time for us to reach out to the community and Susie who's here good to see you guys was saying last night it's amazing how the whole SA community is really rallied behind this to really help to provide accommodation for people who really need it right now because we're in a position to do so and really we're adapting and changing to really serve people and obviously our normal clientele are either stuck here and still staying or they can't be here so um, we can really help those people who don't have anywhere to stay especially you know people in the NHS who are on the front line so I thought I'd go through some detail of what the lockdown actually means in terms of service accommodation because you will have heard different things about Airbnbs having to close and I'm very into finding the legislation and what the actual detail is and there's updates coming all the time and obviously there's a lot more incidents of the virus which is really not good um i think yesterday's stats i'm just checking my book there were 1450 odd new cases in the uk yesterday um which took it to nine and a half thousand um 465 deaths and 135 people recorded as recovered now of course there are going to be people who never tested and it's not in the stats but obviously things are serious hence the lockdown so operating within that there's a huge benefit to us that we can do so much online um, and also to our guests because we don't have to be there. Um, the only thing is the cleaning aspect, which we do have to sort out the logistics of that. But let me go into what the lockdown rules actually mean if we're looking to operate and say, are we actually allowed to do it? Um, yes, we are, but only if we are doing it for key workers and I'll go through who key workers actually are um permanent residents people who are basically stuck um in the uk or in the area they can't get back to their normal place that they live 
So um, they may have tried to get back and they can't, or the lockdown means, you know, they can't do the long journey. Um, travel might be inhibited, although there are still buses and trains running. I think they're limited. Um, but yeah, that's part of our infrastructure. Um, so also, if you're um, hosting guests already who are in-house, they can stay put. Um, if they're not able to get back to their permanent residence, people who are unable to move into a new home, so they're between um, one home and the next, they can. And also, if you're working actively in the local community, perhaps with the council, the NHS, and providing somewhere for people to stay, you know, vulnerable people, homeless people, people who have... Um, and the need for self-isolation because they're working or maybe they're exposed to the virus and the people they normally live with um, don't want them to be there. So people in the NHS, for example. So we've contacted our, our local council and um, the housing needs manager is basically, you know, looking at different people they might be able to send to us and so really important and one random thing I didn't know till last night was that hotels are allowed to host um, blood donation. Hi there Susie, good to see you and so then there's also caravan parks and things like that so Airbnbs um, for leisure are completely not allowed anymore so any leisure guests that you have had um, well, unless they're stuck here. But if people say, oh, yeah, I want to just come to visit the area, they can't do that because part of lockdown is you can't be doing that. So people who are traveling to second homes. Hi there, Tandy. I hope you're really well. I hope you're all really well, actually, and, and keeping well, because obviously the main part of this is we want people to stay healthy and not contract this. So, um, yeah, so some people... We're in Airbnbs and they might be allowed to stay, you know, if they can't get to where they need to live, where they normally live. And so that's part of what you can do. But some Airbnbs have closed. And so then we've got people who are displaced who, you know, you may actually be able to house. Um, caravan parks are the same. If people live there permanently, they can stay. And um, if they're staying there in the interim or they can't get back somewhere, then they can also stay. So it's really anyone who is stuck needs to self-isolate or, or stay healthy because they're working. Um, all those kind of things, this strange situations that are brought on by this um, situation with lockdown and the disease that mean people might need to separate, but they, you know, it's a very short term thing cross fingers but certainly lockdown is at least um three weeks we know that much so you're not breaking the law by being open as an essay for that and so as i mentioned um key workers are allowed um to keep working in fact we really need them to keep working and so those are the people that we can support and actually really gather ourselves together which i know we are so we're on all lots of lists different people are getting together to help with nhs because although they have systems in place for housing and everything um there's such a need it's you know it's too slow so there are lots of people in our SA community working together to pull the information so that it's to hand but you can also do your local assistance and get in touch with with the authorities and the, the NHS trust as well yourself and so those kind of people they really need support so 
that they don't, you know, um, don't end up homeless and they also need places to park so if there are places to park really important thing about nhs workers is when people are listing properties for nhs staff it has to be a case of one bed is one person so if you might normally say a two-bed apartment sleeps up to six but it's only got two double beds and a sofa bed then actually it will only have places for three people so if you're putting your essay unit forward for that then make sure that you specify how many beds it is because although some people might be able to share so nurses might be able to share in a house or a flat for example um, there's not going to be any bed sharing now so we have to think about occupancy in a slightly different way and perhaps how you think of contractors so you know that kind of thing so who are key workers there's a massive list um, we were going through it last night and it is um, just there are so many people who we have working for us. But obviously we've got health and social care. So there's all of the people in um, hospitals, doctors, nurses, midwives, paramedics, social workers as well, care workers, frontline health workers and social care staff. And, you know, this is really being tested and People have been brought in from retirement and the Excel hospital is being set up in London. Thank you, Press, for sending that into our WhatsApp group. But I believe that's supposed to have about 4,000 beds. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but it is huge. They're talking about the NEC in Birmingham as well. I don't know if that's confirmed yet. But certainly in all areas, the NHS are going to be working flat out to protect us and probably hoping beyond hope that we all take our preventative measures so that it doesn't end up with everybody um you know in on these places so that we can halt the spread but certainly health and social care workers now people who are key workers um still need to send their kids to school and so education and childcare, so teachers um support staff um again social workers and nursery staff are all key workers as well um we've got the running of public services like the justice system religious staff charities and um all different workers um doing things like you know management of the deceased as well because that's obviously a fact of this as fact of life normally but you know we have to keep that going journalists and broadcasters as well so they're providing a public um service um local and national governments so obviously councils are really key in this as well as the central government so all the workers who are essential for the um covid19 response essentially and um, that includes um, people doing payments of benefits and things like that because obviously so many people can't work with all pubs, shops and all, all those kind of places being closed. Um, food distribution, so we still obviously all need to eat and various um, supermarkets have got different things in place to protect supplies so that people don't go buying 18 million of everything um, and the elderly have certain slots in some supermarkets I believe Sainsbury's their first hour um, was for the elderly and much to my mum's disgust because she's like I can't get up that early I really can't but there you go so we're going for her but an hour later 
Anyway, but so food distribution, production, processing, all of those things, as well as the supermarkets. Um, I don't know how it's going with the online shopping, but I know certain places they haven't got slots available. But obviously, if you can have your food delivered, that's best thing to do unless you're running errands for people and dropping it off at their houses. And so that's one thing that you can do. Um, so all of the key workers involved in our public safety and national security, so that's police, military, um, MOD, civilians, um, armed forces personnel, all of these people. Um, so uh, fire service, fire and rescue, national crime agencies, um, prison and probation staff. So all of those staff who need to still keep all that going. There's so many people. Um, it's amazing when you think all these people who serve our country in all these different ways. Um, hi there, Julie. And there's also transport. So whether the airports keep having flights going for much longer, I'm not sure. Um, but there's that aspect, there's uh, water, so shipping, roads, rail, passenger, coaches, um, and all the freight, you know, can go on the rails. And also, um, we've got buses still running, not massively busy through our village currently, but transport links, because all of these key workers need to get to work, unless they're able to stay nearer, which is part of where we step in. And then we've got the utilities, so communication, financial services, so banks, I believe our banks are in from nine to one still currently. Most people will be doing things online, so communication, IT, data, all of those things have to be working. And it's like everyone needs to know how to use Zoom now, so I hope Zoom doesn't crash, touch wood. All of these online things, so vital at the moment. Yeah, I hope you're keeping really well too, definitely. And of course, there's electricity, gas, water and sewerage. So something you might not think of that I um, discovered on a SABA uh, meeting the other morning was that um, the roads and certain aspects of um, contracting, as in the trades, um, needs to keep going because it's not house building. So, you know, developments and things might be halted. But things that are to do with infrastructure still need to keep going because we've got things like sewers under the roads and we don't want sewer going, sewage, sewage, sorry, going into the rivers. And so roads have to be maintained. And there was a company, Balfour Beatty, that was talking about doubling their workforce. In fact, because there are less people around, they can actually get more done more quickly with a larger workforce. So potentially there's an increase in people there as well. So uh, we have a huge amount of key workers that we can support. And if people contact you um, to stay in your property, you do need to make sure that they are, um, you know, staying for a valid reason. So say if they want to book for a week, you'll say to them, you do know that probably you'll have to stay for longer than that. We had this with two teachers who are now staying with us because they were, um, they're kind of between where they live and they're kind of stuck and starting to work in our area very shortly. Um, and I said, you can't just stay for a week. I'm really sorry. You need to stay for longer. And so we sorted out an arrangement. Um, but essentially, um, people are where they're going to stay if they're in those types of roles. But I believe NHS workers have 
something like a two week cycle. So they'll be moving on to different um, locations, having time out, all that kind of thing. So really those are the main kind of people who are going to be staying. Oh, I missed out postal workers as well. Um, so yeah, that, that's something because that needs to keep going as well. We're not just online. So physical. Um, things are still being posted and things are still being delivered. Although I'm not sure that all companies are still delivering all their goods. And in fact, uh, linen company is actually locked down for three weeks as well. But luckily we've got quite a good supply. So that's something else for you to bear in mind. So where can we reach all of these people and how do we best serve them? Because there's a huge amount of people there. So make sure that you are listed on all the extra platforms like Open Rent, potentially on Rightmove. Um, I would have said uh, Spare Room and Gumtree, but I was um, advised yesterday it's best to look at the wanted ads potentially, but you can list on there as well if you want to recruitment agencies. And a point about this as well um, regarding the recruitment of people to get things done faster is that the government have brought things in, which I'm going to come to as well, um, including IR35 is postponed for a year. So that actually has had a bit of a boost to people staying in the contract market. So that's not just like IT professionals, that's people like social workers, you know, people with low and paid jobs as well. It's not just um, high paid uh, corporate people um, who are affected by IR35. So um, that's an important aspect as well. Estate agents are all online now. You know, any viewings will be online. So take a leaf out of their book and make sure you've got videos of your properties. So I don't know if you're able to go there anymore. If you're hosting key workers, you'll have cleaning teams going in or yourself, depending. And I'll talk a bit more about protection. I think I will do a whole actual separate um live about the protection for cleaning staff and what you need to have in place as well but um, if you are going to your property if you take a video of it so people know what it's like that's helpful um, but put it all on social media so do content um, posts on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram and get on all of the lists so lots of people are doing direct booking platforms if you're in the essay community, you'll see people say list on here in order to um, be available for the NHS. So there's John Woodman and Bradley and Malvina in our community who are compiling a list and they're starting to get beds taken. Um, I believe CPRE are also doing that. And certainly a lot of people in our SA community, um, both progressive, Boostly and the, the wider community. So Facebook Service Accommodation Network UK, which is run by Jason Living. There are lots of people on there. And actually there's not enough um, properties for contractors in places like Ashford. One of my colleagues, Emma, she said there are so many people supporting the infrastructure that they need places there. So make sure you're available there, um, you know, online on your website, make sure you're directing your message to people to being available as a community based service. So we're not just hotel type alternatives anymore. We are separate, um, 
houses or apartments, whatever kind of property you've got. So whereas hotels have lots of rooms and communal spaces, we can help people have an isolation, um, you know, isolated place to live so that they are self-isolating whether they need to um, for their work. Even if they're not presenting symptoms, you know, it may be that the type of job they do, they need to stay separate. It's up to you whether you want to host people who are already presenting symptoms. But because of the fact that, um, you know, you can have self-check-in and everything's remote, then, you know, it'd be worth considering. I'm not sure what the insurance implications are on that. So you have to check your own insurance on that. But, um, you know, it's it's really, you know, looking after people who are in vulnerable states and perhaps need to separate families who need to um you know, they, they're not necessarily in the same place. Um, and so they need to maintain a separation. Um, but if somebody in the family, your family presents symptoms, um, I believe the government guidelines are now that you need to self-isolate for two weeks. So, you know, there is all of this going on. Um, we need to be really serious about this now. Hi, Katrina. Good to see you. Um, these are just crazy times, but we have a huge opportunity is what I'm saying to really get known in the community. So get on the phone to all of these council departments, housing trusts, um, which reminds me, I've got some contacts to send out to some of you because at the Sabah networking, which you can also go to online every day at 3.30 with Richard Magajewski, and I'll put links in the um, comments of this um, live for anyone who's looking at the Facebook live post um, so that you can attend because that will give you updates and contacts because it's all about making sure that each other know that each other exists so the people who need you need to know that you're out there and you need to get you know in touch with them so that you're available now the thing is about this you're going to provide a, a different service most likely than what you normally do unless you have a sort of basic what you see is what you get contractor type service so we're reducing our service in that we can't send cleaners in mid-stay we can do a clean before key workers arrive and a clean after they leave but we have to leave extra linen for them to do their own um bedding change and if guests want to go and buy their own cleaning stuff it's up to you whether you want to reimburse them for that or not but they're going to need to do their own cleaning and you're going to start looking at longer stays so at least three weeks um, preferably a month and even longer because we want to make sure that you know people are protected and they're staying in one place and of course the NHS workers who've got a two-week rotation, then that may be an exception. So, you know, we've got to be a little bit flexible with this. Um, and key workers who are only, you know, working on a particular maybe facilities that need fixing or, or constructing for a bit shorter time. But essentially, you know, we really need to safeguard people and keep them in the one place for their two-week um, isolation period normally so you know we've got some that are the isolation period and some of that are exceptions because key workers have different needs so you're going to be providing a different kind of service and so we're looking to do a lot of this at cost 
Um, obviously, it would be nice to make a profit, but NHS workers have basically hardly any money, but they need places to stay. Some people are doing it for free, um, charitably. Um, Susie, who is here, says some famous footballers who own apartment blocks are offering those up for free. Brilliant amazing and I applaud them so I mean if you can do that if that's what you want to do then do that but if you want to recoup some small amount to cover part of your costs or if you're able to cover costs then that is good because it's a really difficult time you know um nobody has any money coming in essentially do they so all the people who had to stop work so that really brings me on to the support that there is for um this business in particular now obviously for people who are on low incomes there's different types of um credit and benefits available but for sa um there are different kinds of reliefs that are coming in so i just wanted to get a powerpoint up here that i've got somewhere because it actually lists it all um, and I have a government thing here too. Okay, I'll go for the government thing. So the main first thing is that um, as SA operators, we would normally pay business rates instead of council tax. There are exceptions to that, like London operators who haven't got planning because of the 90-day rule. Um, but there will be a payment holiday from... Um, for 2020 to 21 so no business rates to pay and that is quite a lot of money I think I've already said one of our one beds is um, £1,080 a year and I gather because we've got the detail of the rulings on here now that if you're on council tax but you can show that actually what you're operating as a business is a business, then potentially you will be eligible for also the grants that are coming through. So properties with a rateable value of up to 15,000 will get 10,000 pounds grant. So this is a grant and not a loan. Um, if your uh, rateable value is um, between 15,000 and 51,000, then it's 25,000. And I gather these grants are per property. So 10,000 pounds per property. And this is in England. I think there are different rules for Scotland. And so those are really helpful things. And also there's, um, support. Um, so all that is also if you're in re uh, receipt of small business rates relief. Okay, there's also support if you need loans. So um, there are business con continuity um, loans as well. So I'm just bringing that up as well. So I'm just fine this because I can't retain these kinds of things in my head. Um, so business interruption loan schemes, there's up to 5 million is going to be available for SMEs via the British Business Bank. And you actually apply to the normal lenders. It's not the business, sorry, the British Business Bank that does the lending. You apply for those with the normal kind of criteria and the government are backing 80% of these loans is the idea of it. And there's also a new lending facility coming from the Bank of England to help support liquidity. Um, there is a defer, deferment of VAT and help um, by delaying tax payments as well. And there's also statutory sick pay relief package too. 
Um, so all of these things obviously are very difficult for businesses to actually achieve. So if you are on council tax in your SA, um, don't despair because if you can prove what you're operating is a business, you may be eligible for those grants. And if you're not in somewhere like London, get onto business rates right away. So I will put a link in here where you can apply because moving forward, if you're on business rates, um, then that's always going to help you because you are a business. And I know just speaking from my personal circumstance is we have three units that are on business rates really because the valuations officer came out because they were empty because they were new. Um, so they're new conversions, but two of us were already built and had been occupied for several months, nearly a year, I believe. And try as I might, I couldn't get hold of the valuations officer, couldn't get it changed to business rates. So those two have been on council tax. Um, so I am still going to let them know that we've been operating for two years um, with council tax. Now, maybe that that um, can be backdated. I mean, this is going to take ages, isn't it? All of this um, to sort out moving forward. But certainly I would change those now. And uh, it may be that um, that will take a while, but apparently the loan, sorry, the grant is supposed to take about a month from now. And again, I'm going to put links in here so that you can get to this support. Banks are giving payment holidays on mortgages and um, also they're saying they won't charge any interest for a month as well. And there's rental help for tenants. So up to three months, um, you can't be evicted essentially. And there's rental help for landlords as well. So, you know, if people are tenants, like private tenants, buy to let or HMO, then that's what I'm talking about there. Um, and if you are rent to SA, then you need to be really talking to your landlords so that they know exactly what's going on, have really open communication with them because they're going to know things are tough. But um, what you can do is uh, realise that there's um, a three-month support as well for buy-to-let landlords too. And if you're operating commercially, apparently until the end of June, you can't be evicted for um, non-payment of rent or lesser amounts coming in. Hi, Pris. Good to see you. So there is support out there. And... Um, you know, there won't be any new possession proceedings um, to the courts during the crisis. It just won't happen. Um, so there's a, yeah, the, the mortgage payment holiday is extended to buy to let landlords too. So there is a lot of help out there. It's all still a little bit woolly um, how long it's going to take, but I'll put the links in there and you can really see what is available because there is a lot of help. It's just going to probably take a little while to filter through. So hang on in there and realize that, um, you know, we're all in the same sort of boat. So I think we just need to keep helping each other. Obviously, the people in the diarist need, um, hopefully have access to food banks. So Dylan, who I know well, Dylan Denich is setting up food banks and things like that. And if you can support people in your local area, then do so. Um, I know Susie, you let somebody stay for free. Um, and so, you know, it's all highly commendable. But um, if you can get um, the even just uh, cost a guest staying in your properties, that will help with your cash flow so that your business remains viable. 
Um, and a final thing about that is if you have several properties and, you know, it's looking like you don't have any bookings potentially, talk to your landlord, see if you can give one back ter- temporarily. So we're definitely giving one back to our landlords and possibly two um, out of five because they had a waiting list. So when I said to them, our guests have all gone, oh, it feels like months ago now, but I think it's probably two weeks ago. Can you do the maintenance? They needed a bit of painting. They came back to me and said um, later that same day, we've got people who can stay. So would it help you? rather than waiting till later if we take those back. So do your numbers, see what's viable for you. And it's all about getting your business surviving, but also providing this amazing service for people at the moment, because if they know you're there, they're going to come. I think certain areas, there's just so many people. You can tell just from the list of key workers that I read out that there are so many people. Um, So finally, I will just touch on cleaning a little bit. Um, because with key workers, you are going to need to do cleaning. And so you're going to have to give your cleaners lots of protection and advice about what to do and not do. So, you know, obviously gloves, um, there's debate about whether masks work or not. So that's up to you. Um, sanitizer, disinfectant. And so if they go into the property, they need to be fully wearing all their gloves and everything, not touching their face. So some people are wearing gloves and then touching their face. So don't do that because that's how it spreads. But soap, hot water kills, um, coronavirus. So, Yes, it can survive on certain surfaces for longer, like cardboard, I think it's 24 hours. And um, some surfaces is, is several days. So what I would do is if a guest has checked out recently, I would wait as long as possible before you send cleaners in. So at least, um, well, some people are saying 24 hours, but I would do two to three days. And even if you could, you know, leave it longer than that and then there's going to be less, um, if there were any of the coronavirus in there, then it would be more likely most have gone. So leave those gaps and then, you know, make sure you're very diligent with the clean. So all the frequently touched things like switches, door handles, TV remotes, everything disinfected, the whole of the kitchen, the whole of the bathroom, floors, everything disinfected um, thoroughly. Hand sanitizer, make sure you've got that for your staff. Um, if you can get it um, as well, that's the problem for your guests too, or your guests may um, have their own supplies, but if you can, you could do that. Once the guests are staying, don't do a clean. You know, it's okay to clean for a key worker stay because it's an essential part of what you're doing. So that cleaner is then a key worker, but you can't force anyone to do it. So if you end up doing it yourself or finding a cleaning company in the community who are willing to do it, then that's what you've got to do. Otherwise, you won't be able to have anyone staying. Um, same with linens. So provide extra linens so that they um, don't need you to go in and provide that. And um, if they've got a washer dryer, perhaps they could do it themselves. As I said, you can provide uh, materials if you feel that's the right thing to do. It's up to you. And um, so when a cleaner has completed the clean, really important that 
whenever anyone gets home, they're going to be washing their hands first. But I would say they should have a complete shower and completely wash all their clothes as well. Um, not to be completely over the top, I think it's really important. It's contained and it, depending on who's been staying there, but certainly if it was, um, somebody who potentially had exposure, they might not have actually had coronavirus. Just really important to just do simple things like that to contain it. It's just washing. You know, it's not a big deal. It's not hard to do. So easy to do, easy not to do. So important things there, I think. Um, and I will do that in a bit more detail, but I think I've spoken to you for long enough. So just to highlight the key points, um, we as SA operators are allowed to still be in business, providing that we are hosting key workers, people who are stranded and people who can't get back to their permanent residence or don't have one currently because they're between house sale. Um, so key workers include all of the people who are to do with our infrastructure and our utilities and communication and teachers, you know, NHS, everybody, um, you know, the, the uh, public service, so police and the fire service, the army, navy, air force, anybody who is looking after the country, all of those people. We've got a massive amount of key workers. So everybody who's involved in the prison service or local authorities who are key to all of this, all of those people. There's an awful lot of people involved food production, food distribution, supermarkets, all of the shops that are allowed to stay open, finances, so banks and post, um, postal workers, transport, sewage, water, electricity, gas, all of those people. And so reach out to as many of the authorities as you can so that you can get known um, in the area. So as I say, we've spoken to our council and local NHS trust so that you can really deliver a really valuable contribution to what is, you know, an unprecedented situation. And it's, you know, it's really sad, um, the people who have already died and we just want to really halt it in its tracks. But we're providing an amazing um, self-isolation service in so many ways and also people who are stuck. So let people know you're out there. Be really careful looking after your teams if they're going in and, you know, just make sure that you've got all of um, the support that you can through the links that lots of people like Nisha's here. Hi, Nisha. She's been really helping everybody sharing about the support that's available with the government response with the uh, the business interruption loans and the business rates and all of these things. So if we all just pull together, let each other know what's going on. If you need help, reach out. So, um, I've got my WhatsApp group. So talk to me in there, email me, message me on Facebook, any of the people in the community. We're really pulling together, really happy to help each other. So good luck, everyone. Take care and make sure that you stay in the rules of the lockdown. Okay, guys, so I will be back soon. And as I say, message me if you need any help. Look after yourselves, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Sharing the secrets of success.